Let's start with the guys that are in the NBA now. I mean, four starters from your squad last year are on NBA teams going through their preseason right now. Just talk about that pop of pride that has to be there for you. There's certainly pride because you're excited to see people reach their dreams. You know, 24 years ago when I decided to do this, I, I got into the business for that reason alone, to help young people reach their dreams. I mean, I'm prideful as hell with that. However, you hate to lose those guys because they were really good. <laughs> and, and they were they were good kids. That were, was fun to coach. And, um, you know, th that team won a lot of games last year. And I think, you know, had a chance to do some special things, you know, if, if we had a little bit more luck down the stretch. But that team is no longer here. Um, the season ended the way it ended. I think we're excited to, you know, have, have, have become the winningest team in the SEC the last couple of years. And I think our fan base is going to be tremendously excited to watch this group of you know, young men play. I want to get to them in a second, your current team, but one last thing on those guys that left. In recruiting, even though it's not the be-all, end-all, how much do you think that that has moved the needle for you in recruiting as just an additional piece to everything else you guys have going to sell Tennessee to have that development and pathway to the NBA established for you? There's no question that that's helped because it validates the things that we've been saying for the last couple of years. For example, the guys that we're getting committed these days are guys that we've been recruiting for a couple of years. We've been talking about um, this process being possible. Coach Barnes has always had a track record of doing these type of things at other programs. However, when you actually achieve it, it's like you know being a stockbroker and you buy stock with that guy and, and he says, all right, two years, you put this amount of money down and you invest it here, this is what's going to happen, the market's going to do this, and it does it, it validates his credibility. Now he becomes very, very credible. So I think that's what's happened for us is that we've been talking about this for a while. When you see four guys who weren't top 50, not even top 100 players, even though they should have been, um, going three get drafted and the fourth who's the, the rawest the, the, the most raw player you know in the group and Kyle go make a Miami Heat team that's really really exciting exciting you know and, and um, the future is bright let's talk about it first some of your newcomers I'll start with Josiah he's talented his star rating says that for people that haven't seen him play what are some other things that he will bring to the table to help this team well, I'll say this. First of all, when you're a five-star guy, this is just my opinion. I might be way in left field with this. But my, my uh, impression of it is this. When you're a five-star player, what it says, what that title gives you or that ranking gives you is that I have been super consistent for the majority of my high school career. That's what it says. And sometimes you get guys that might not have that rating that, be, that play well. They've just arrived. Like, like you know, they're they're getting better and better. But when those guys come in as five stars, saying that for a long time, I have been dominating my level and, and, and getting it done, you know, for a while. And that's what he's been doing. I mean, he's just a winner. He's he's won high school, you know, state championships. He played for a non-shoe company AAU program and won a lot of games against the quote-unquote stack shoe company type teams. He's loyal. He's an incredibly loyal kid. Super smart and mature. Um, and I just can't wait to coach him um, like during games and, and, and see him out there on the court. And the great thing is with Lamonte Turner being a senior, a redshirt senior, and he's clicked, he's transformed himself into 
one of the best point guards in the country, you couldn't ask for a better scenario for Josiah because the pressure that most five-star players have to come and like be the savior, he doesn't have that here. Although his role is going to be significant, he's going to have some veterans in Lamonte and Jerome Bowden that will help him have a much, much smoother transition than most. This is a different Lamonte Turner now, isn't it, than you've seen from obviously when he got here, but even from last year. Yeah. This is grown man Tay. <laughs> We've had young Tay, you know, as a freshman and sophomore. This is grown man Tay who just um, seems to do the right things. I mean, he's not perfect. He's a human. He'll make mistakes, I'm sure. But he's trying to do the right things when you talk to him. He just sounds like a veteran that's one. And you know what? He and Coach have become incredibly close because I think Lamonte truly understands what Coach wants out of that position at a high level. Jordan's another guy that obviously Bowden is, is important to you guys is going to play another big role. What, what have you seen sort of in his development uh, you know, from last year to try to help you guys this year? I think we're going to have, have one of the best backcourts, if not the best backcourt in the country. Um, with just those two, and then when you add Josiah to the equation, this is going to be a special backcourt. But with Bowden, when he's playing with Tay, the way that he's shooting and scoring the basketball is like something I've never seen in my 24 years of coaching and practice. Um, his shot looks beautiful. He's confident. He elevates. He's making plays. Now, the one thing he's getting better at because Coach is super smart. Coach Barnes knows that in order for Bowden to have a long NBA career, he's got to do it as a ball handler somewhere. So in practice, he'll put him against Lamonte, and that's not really what he's comfortable doing just yet. So he's taking on that challenge, and right now he's trying to figure that part of it out, being on a great team sometimes. But you put them both together, and I mean, there's something to watch. The ball's going to basket at a high clip. We're shooting threes and playing fast. We haven't shot the, this amount of threes in my entire four years here. <laughs> Um, so the fan base is going to be super excited to watch how we're playing this year. Obviously, there'll be times where all three of them are on the court at the same time. No right? question. Yeah. A lot of times. Yeah. Sure. So what about if you need to go to the bench beyond those guys in terms of ball handlers, spotting those guys? What are your options there? Well, talking to Coach Barnes, you know, as we looked at recruiting, um, a few months ago, we talked about this, this year's team and then next year's team. The one thing he said was we could be really special this year if John Fulkerson and Jalen Johnson step up into a role um, and they're consistent at whatever they bring to the table. You know, John's been doing it. Jalen has, has shown some signs of doing it. Um, and what he's shown signs of is being a um, reliable shot maker from three-point line. Tremendous finisher in transition. Defensively, he has the ability to guard the ball better than he's ever guarded the ball in his life. Um, and the next phase for him is just really believing he can do it and doing it day in, day out. But all the talent and potential is, is certainly there. Um, let's quick hit on some of the other newcomers. Talk about Olivier's game. Unlimited upside. And by January will be a name that the guys that the guys in the SEC, when you're doing your scouting report, Tennessee, you're going to say, all right, we got to guard this kid. If not, he can beat us. Um, but like, like Jalen Johnson, uh, I don't think that he, he really knows yet how dominant he can be in his role. Uh, has a little bit of Grant Williams in him in the sense of very, very skilled matchup problem. You know, I think Grant coming in had, had a much better sense of how he was going to play um, than maybe Olivier does right now. But my, his upside is unbelievable. He's super talented and he's a worker. What about Devontae? Devontae, you know, just listening to him and get interviewed over here to my left, 
it's amazing. His mindset is unique. Uh, six, seven guard, talented, skilled. He's talking about doing whatever Coach Barnes wants me to as a freshman. What he's, what he's saying. And he's like, he's telling these guys his defense will be what helps him get on the court. And, and that's going to be his role for our team day one, which I love. What about Drew? Drew Pember has made strides. I think, you know, with, with being injured a lot of the senior year of high school, he came in this year probably more behind the curve than most of our freshmen because physically he just wasn't ready to compete just yet. And the last few weeks, you've seen a huge curve, a huge learning curve from Drew. Um, super talented, athletic kid with great size. Combo four, but right now he's playing a four. Um, can really, really shoot it. But as his conditioning improves, as his awareness for what we're doing heightens itself and gets better, I think Drew's got a, a chance to really impact our program and give us some depth. And we don't know if Euros is going to be eligible or not, but what kind of player is he? Well, I wouldn't be a shame if he didn't. Right. You know, his, his story. You know, it, it may be a shame if, if, if he's not clear, just because you know guys that have gone through what he's gone through prior to coming to Tennessee. To me, it should be an automatic deal when you clear, you clear the guy you trusted. You know, in, in coaches, and um, it, it just didn't work out like like they said it was going to work out. Great kid, one of the most coachable kids on our team, and he's seven one, so we need that size and length. Um, when he's eligible, I just think he'll he'll bring a sponge to the table where you're going to see him get better every single day. We already have. He'll bring an inside presence. But what he does right now, as good as anybody probably in the country at that size, is he is a tremendous passer. And he's like a point center, which I've never seen before, <laughs> you know, as a, as a player offensively. And then Victor probably won't be eligible this year, maybe next year, but he's still there in practice with you. What can he bring to the table to help you guys? Veteran, mature guard who knows how to play, who can flat out put the ball in the basket. He can score the basketball at the best of them. Um, tremendous athlete. He's got great DNA, great genes. His, his parents were, were stud athletes and, 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 you know, good at, you know, in their sports. Um, and he's learning. It's a brand new system. It's a different approach. We play different than Oregon played. So that, you know, to his credit, he's learning. But, you know, it's a transition. And he's got some, he's had some great days. And he's had some days that, that haven't been so great. But you can see the ability and, and see the toughness and resolve in the young man. As seemingly every year, you're really excited about this group, aren't you? I am. I am because I think when your culture is right, and our culture has been right here for a while, I think when your leadership is, is the best in the country, um, I'm excited because I've been this is my fifth year here, and I couldn't I couldn't work for a better guy. Like, like I'm learning I'm learning every day. Um, I think we, you know, all of us, myself, Mike Schwartz, and Kim English, would, would all say that we think we're prepared to be in the next chair as head coaches one day because we have the best in the country developing us in that area. He allows you to do your job, so let you coach, let you recruit, let you mentor your guys. You know, so we're just really excited about our team because our leadership is unbelievable. Have you talked to Rob much since you went to Georgia? State? Often. Rob's family. You know, I don't have any brothers. Um, by blood per se, but that's that's the one I have. You know, there's a couple of guys I would say that about Robin there and Carlin Hartman, and um, so, so Robin, I talk at least once a week. I think he's excited to be back in that chair again as head coach. I know he's ready for it. He's inherited a you know pretty solid situation. He's going to recruit great players and be a great mentor to those guys and, and coach them up. You mentioned Kim. Last thing. 
how has he blended in to the staff that he sort of brought to the table? His youth and his enthusiasm is unbelievable. Sometimes when you hire a veteran coach, a guy that might be a little older, you're going to get something different. You're going to get maybe a guy with more contacts or a guy you know, who can do this, who brings this skill. Kim's 30 years old. He can still play. He can relate to our guys a little bit differently than an older coach might be able to do it. And on top of that, you know, he's a tremendous basketball coach. He played in his league, um, you know, played at Missouri, who's in his league. He's, he's been a really big addition to our staff.